0: Hey, everybody. I am C. I'm Jen. And you're listening to Tom Titt, and Baobab.
1: Welcome back to Tom Titt, and Baobab, the New York Times spelling bee inspired podcast that's all about words, word games, and the word nerds who love them. See, this episode is airing Valentine's Day week. Now, you probably know that I think Valentine's Day is kind of a ridiculous holiday. Um, but I also. That's a
0: ridiculous thing to say. You know, Valentine's Day is the best holiday. Why? Gussie! Gussie is my Valentine's baby, you dummy! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that is Gus's birthday, which I do not think is a ridiculous holiday. And if you would like to turn Uh, Gus's birthday into a
1: national holiday, I'm all for it. In our
0: household, (laughs) Valentine's Day is Gussie Day, so.
1: Okay, well, I'll call it Gussie Day from now on and I'll like it more. (laughs) But what I was going to say is that even though I think Valentine's Day, not Gussie's birthday, is a ridiculous holiday, I have been totally feeling the love from our listeners
0: recently. Can you feel the love tonight? I can. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I can feel the love. It's true. We have been getting the nicest messages from you, listeners. Thank you. It's pretty awesome that we've
1: made so many connections, no (laughs) game-related puns intended doing this show.
0: Agreed. Listeners, we appreciate you.
1: Will you be our valentines? You know, I was talking with my family yesterday about how much we used to like exchanging valentines in elementary school. I liked the little like cute punny valentines things. You do? So like what? I don't know, like where they would have a picture of a cat with a heart and it would say. Um,
0: You're perfect.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I was thinking about like if we were going to send a valentine to our listeners, what do you think it would say? Dear listeners,
0: We love you. Send me chocolate. Is that one? Is that a Valentine? No. (laughs) I do take chocolate Like, You know, like be mine. Oh, with the B. I got you. That's good. Buzz, buzz. We love you. That's not a good one either, huh? You know what? After the perfect, you just went downhill. (laughs) Well, perfect, I know, is one that's on there, so. (laughs) But, Jen, I have a good one. You ready? All right, yeah. Roses are red. Violets are blue. We're talking too much, but that's nothing new. (laughs) Hi.
1: That's a terrible Valentine's Day message. (laughs) But I think I get your point. It must be time for... The Week in Bees. This is the part of the show where we talk about bees from the previous week. Today, we're starting with Saturday, February 3rd and ending with Friday, February 9th. See, on a scale of box of chocolates to shot through the heart... Where chocolates is the best And heart piercing is the worst How would you rate this past week in
0: B's? Um, I really like even having to think About that tortured sentence you just said <laughs> <laughs> And I also like that you had to be clear About box of chocolates being the best Shot through the heart, not so good Some people like In case getting anyone shot was questioning <laughs> Shot through the heart And you're too blame <laughs> This week Eh, that's how I feel about this week. Eh, I think almost every day there was some sort of weirdo word that I was like, really? Yeah. Eh. Like, I'm looking at Saturday, February 3rd. Yeah. Which had age long. Right? Age long. Age What's long. That? Like, does that, that mean a word? Like, an
1: age long, long addiction? An age long fascination? What's an age long anything? For ages?
0: For ages. What does that even mean?
1: Is that what it means? Like, for years, for ages, for eons?
0: Well, then say lifelong or say, something. what the heck is age long? Okay, I'm looking it up. Yeah, I didn't look it up because I just assumed that's what it meant. Well, yes, it does mean having existed for a very long time, according to the Oxford languages on Google, the will to change age long habits. Oh, by the way, has a yeah. dash in it. Ah. No. It does not have a hyphen in Merriam-Webster, mm-hmm. lasting for an age, everlasting. Is lasting for an age and everlasting the same thing?
1: That's not even the same thing. No, it's not. Because everlasting is forever and lasting for an age is lasting for a period that will eventually end.
0: Yes. And this is one of those weird words in Merriam-Webster that has basically nothing in it. And you know that it's like not real. People don't use it. And also, like literally, it doesn't have anything besides it says age long and then it has a colon and it says lasting for an age colon everlasting. That yes. is horrible. That's, that's horrible. So are we agreed that
1: that's stupid? We're hundred percent agreed on that. Ugh. That is like a heart piercing word.
0: Yeah. So what about you? Well, you that day off. did you like I, this whole week or what did you think? You know,
1: I felt the same way. Every day when I looked, I was like, uh, oh, really? That's an annoying word. <laughs> and that same day, February the third, you might have known this because you know food, but I did not know longan. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I think so. You know what it is? Do I know that. It?
0: Yeah. And it's been in there before, you know? Mm. Why did you suddenly start to talk Minnesotan? Oh, I don't know. How know. <laughs> yeah. So long in, I feel like this was not the only Asian fruit that was this week, though I might be making mm-hmm. that up. Actually, I said it was an Asian fruit. It might not be. Oh no, no, Southeast Asian Evergreen okay. Tree. That's true. But Yeah, I mean, I think it's a weird word to be in here, given words that aren't, I don't think. But I do feel like it's been here a lot. Maybe. I don't remember. Like, I
1: remembered Hogan from that day.
0: Oh, see, I was just going to say Hogan, I don't remember. What the heck is that?
1: It's it's like a house. Oh, I saw it.
0: A Navajo Indian dwelling, usually made of logs and mud with a door traditionally facing east. Now, is there any reason... That I should know a Hogan, though? No, like, again, only, not sad to know yeah, it, Yeah, but... only because
1: it was in the puzzle before. Okay. So it's the same, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I only got that because it was in there before. Right. And now I will probably get longin' in the future, but only because it was in here this once. And for anybody else who's like me and does not know about food that goes beyond, like, apple and orange, longin' is a... It's a fruit. It's a small and white-fleshed tropical fruit with a large black seed That, and this I actually appreciated, is also known as a dragon's eye.
0: Dragon's eye, but not a dragon fruit, which is a totally different fruit that is for some reason been on sale this week. So it must be dragon fruit season. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, let's go to a different day. Okay. I want to talk about another word I did not know and that I felt like, yeah, no, yeah, no. (laughs) So this is Thursday, February 8th. Uh The word bollard. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Okay, so a bollard, for those of you who don't know, is a post of metal or wood on a wharf around which to fasten mooring lines. Now, let me just say... I have a total vision of what that is. <laughs> like in DC, we have lots of places uh-huh. that are wharfs, and you c- can totally see those poles. But like, should I have known that that's the word for it? I thought those were poles. Yeah, no <laughs> way, rope tying poles. And has it been there before? I don't know if it's been there before. I want to
1: spell it in case anybody doesn't know what we're talking about. It's B as in boy. O l
0: l a r d. But how would somebody not know a baller? Oh, I don't oh. know. know. <laughs>
1: But you know, when I looked it up when I, and I read that thing about the, the wharf, I was like, same as you. Yes, I can envision that. But I was also thinking that seems really random and something you wouldn't talk about very often, particularly when you leave
0: out other boating, shipping boats. Well, that's what was even weirder. I was wondering if the Ali people were yeah. like losing well, their minds. Well, mind. you know,
1: I don't know if they were losing their minds on that. But on Facebook, they were talking a lot about the fact that the word larboard, huh? L-A-R-B-O-A-R-D, was discounted from the puzzle for the first time. This Wait, week. that used to so be or? Yep. It has not appeared since like 2021, but this is the first time it was excluded
0: from the puzzle. So Jen, I was wondering how we didn't know this. Bollard's been in seven solution sets, but what? the last time was 2021, which is why we probably uh, because- Yeah, because that's like when we started. Oh my God. How weird is that? huh? That's really Robert. weird. Tell me what lobberd is again, because I don't know that word. Larboard. Oh. Larboard. I can't even know what you're talking like about. Like, starboard,
1: larboard, L-A-R-B-O-A-R-D. Ugh. And that means? I'm a little bit confused about it, but it's either like a port... Or it is the side of the hull <laughs> that is closest to the water.
0: Or it is, yeah, I like port, starboard, <laughs> oh, I think it's both. Like, it's not starboard. I think it's like the
1: opposite of starboard.
0: You know, there was a Connections this week that tried to get you to guess that it was oh, weird yeah. deck things and it wasn't. And Gus yeah. wanted to do it. And I said, yeah. nope, nope, don't fall into that trap, <laughs> Gus. <laughs>
1: do it. Yeah, so bollard was definitely a weird one. And that same day, Ball Yard, B-A-L-L-Y-A-R-D.
0: Well, I was mostly annoyed at it because I did try all sorts of ridiculous <laughs> compounds yeah. that day. And apparently I didn't think to try Ball Yard. <laughs> same here. Which <laughs> <laughs> like, is like, seriously? That a, <laughs> is that a word that people use? No. Definitely not. What? You're going out to the ball yard? I mean, no. we actually had in school probably what would be as close as possible to a like a yard that all you could do is throw a ball. <laughs> and I still wouldn't call it a ball yard. A chain link fence around it. And a big ball, right? <laughs> when I heard ball yard, I was like, oh, that's what that has to be. But like, no. I mean, that's you say ridiculous. ball park. Does, is a ball yard the same as a ball park? A ball yard, according to to i assume that a ball park yes wait a minute it is it's a, a ballpark is a baseball park ballpark that's what it is We
1: know what ballpark is ball that's park what i'm France. saying
0: oh no but ballpark but what's a ball yard i think that a ball yard is a ballpark no no you're 100 right it's a baseball park or stadium it's not what i thought it was which was a Yard for a ball to be thrown.
1: That kind of is what it is because it's used baseball.
0: Okay, but that's different. So it has been used, according to Merriam Webster, in like Mm -hmm. papers in the 2020s. -hmm. So it's not like something nobody says anymore. And it's from 1897. But yeah, I've never heard it. Yeah, like you would never say a ball yard, Frank. No, and I would never say I'm going to the ball yard. (laughs) <laughs> but I have to, I'm just telling you that apparently it has been used, even though I did not know that word whatsoever.
1: Do you know what word I missed on February 7th, Wednesday, February 7th? What? Girlhood. Wait, wasn't that the pangram, girl?
0: Yeah. You didn't get the pangram? Apparently not. Oh, okay. I got to
1: genius and I didn't get the pangram. <laughs> you know what? It is? I have such a block on hood words. Oh,
0: right, right, right. Unless I it's hoodwink.
1: Unless it's hoodwing. Well, I. Which, where the hood is in the front. I do think so girlhood's
0: different. a little bit of a weird word, but like, you know, that day it was pretty clearly the word, so.
1: Yeah. Girlhood, boyhood, personhood, you know, I think nunhood. <laughs> 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 we all love the nunhood. Oh my God. Nationhood. These are words that are in the B and I inevitably either miss them or don't see them until the very end
0: did you get hood
1: i'm sure i got hood
0: so now you need to look and every time you see hood you need to look around and think what could go with hood
1: yeah but i i saw girl i kept trying to make words with girl in that puzzle (laughs) (laughs) so i'm I'm sorry i might need i might need help
0: with that i might need help (laughs) (laughs) help me help me um okay so let's go to a day that we did think was fun okay okay i've got one though i know you're mad about this day but we can talk about that okay monday february Mm -hmm. 5th because bamboozle was the that's pretty good bamboozle good. can i tell you something about bamboozle please okay so no one's sure where it came from
1: not from bamboo
0: No, as a matter of fact, that's really funny you said (laughs) that because that is the first line in the Merriam-Webster article about it. So bamboozle, just so you know, is basically hoodwink. Okay, hoodwink is the other, is the definition for bamboozle, which is just funny. But everything you look up about bamboozle notes that Mm -hmm. Jonathan Swift in 1710 wrote an article complaining about, quote, the choice of certain words invented by some pretty fellows Mm. like bamboozle. It seems like this word that came out of nowhere and, like, people just started using and maybe because yeah. they thought it sounded good. Mm-hmm. Bamboozle. Yeah.
1: I thought you were going to say that you liked that puzzle because amoeba with an O was in there. <laughs> so, And I know how much you dislike amoeba without the O.
0: I do. And I was happy that was the only way you could spell it. I was also happy that I remembered amoebae with an E at the end. Uh-huh. Um, Baobab that day. Did you actually get it this time? I got it early, too. I was very happy. Not the first word, but relatively quickly. I was proud of yeah. myself.
1: I got it. It was my 34th word. <laughs> was that a big day? Were there a lot of words? There were more than 34. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, it wasn't your last then. God. <laughs> but you were really, really mad last, that day. It, you kept writing was, and going, aren't you end. mad about this?
1: Aren't you mad? Yeah. What was I mad about? Bazoo. Uh, he put Bazoo in last year. We were so excited about it. Right. And then he took it out?
0: Yeah. Why? I'm telling you, I think somebody else is doing some of these. I think Sam is kind of like not doing it all. That's just my opinion. But a lot of things seem very Un Sam like in these puzzles recently.
1: Huh. Like what? Like what besides taking out Bazoo and apparently Larboard
0: and adding Ballyard and Bollard? And I just I don't oh, know.
1: Ballyard totally
0: seems like Sam. You know he loves baseball words. Good point. Good point. Hey, what did you think about coffined on February 6th? I got it, but I was like, really? It's a word? Yeah. Okay. I did the same thing. But why is it a word? I don't know. I didn't even know that coffin was a verb. No. To coffin. Oh, so what does it mean to coffin?
1: To put a dead body in a coffin.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. You can so coffin somebody. The
1: sample sentence for coffined, past tense, obviously, was the young man was coffined
0: decently. <laughs> Supposed to indecently? Yes. <laughs> How do you indecently coffin somebody? You no, know, maybe naked? <laughs> That's very weird, I'm going to say. I don't know. But coffined. Yeah. Well, now that I know it's a verb, I'm into it. I mean, like, you know, I think it's ever weird. where you use that? I don't know. When you're writing a review of a funeral? Oh, yeah. I might try to use it more often. I might try to coffin people or coffin things. I've been watching Wednesday on Netflix. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> Um, so coffin, I could see using it as a metaphor. Right, right. That's the question. Does it always have to actually be like what an undertaker would say?
1: Like, for instance. Things an undertaker would say. (laughs) Oh my God. Can we play around with that? (laughs) Light as a feather, stiff as a board.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Too good. All right. We got anything else we got to talk about? Oh, tenancy. Tenancy? Tenancy.
1: Yeah, I... That was Sunday, February 4th. I don't think I got it. And when I saw it, I was like, that is a word, but it's a weird word. It looks weird. It sounds weird. But it means a period of being a tenant or being a resident, right? Right. Like you're an age-long tenant. (laughs) That's the the span of your tenancy. Is
0: your argument that we should um, like this word because of that? Because that will not work. (laughs) (laughs)
1: There's one last thing I want to talk about, Z, and it was not from this week. Well, then we can't talk about it. Well, we can because the week before we did the month. And so we did not include all of the week before.
0: Okay. And this is like, this is Friday, February 2nd, which is very close to Saturday, February 3rd.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And if we were doing it really late at night, it could have technically been after midnight and been February
0: 3rd. After midnight. (laughs) So that
1: day you texted me and you said, what did you think of the pangram? And I was like, oh, I was just going to ask you what you thought of it. And then you said, oh, I thought it was a little obnoxious. And I said, yeah, I thought it was a little obnoxious too. And then you said, oh, you know, there were two pangrams. And I said, no, I didn't know that. But the one I found is a little obnoxious. And then when I found the second one, that one I also felt was a little obnoxious. So those words were homophonic and monophonic.
0: Right. Those were the two pangrams on February 2nd.
1: What made you think they were a little obnoxious?
0: So it's interesting because I, I'm just now looking at the word homophonic, and I thought, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's clear, like a homophone, homophonic, that makes mm-hmm. sense to me. But when I saw it in the B, and as I said, I got them both, homophonic and monophonic, mm-hmm. but I was just like, that sounds like a very, like, created word. Like, when do you use homophonic? or monophonic and it, mm-hmm. it just seemed like a little tortured to get in there and kind of like "Ooh, are you smart can you figure out yeah. the word homophonic and like i am and i could so huh <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what i mean like if i was doing the b for the first time yeah and those were my two pangrams i'd be like screw this game yeah this was, i don't
1: think that they're necessarily <laughs> hard words. i exactly agree i don't think they're necessarily hard words i found them both but if I heard someone using those words in a sentence, I'd be like, that was a little pretentious.
0: Yeah, but it's weird because I- Unless it was me who was using them. I word was going to say. And it's funny because I thought you were going to be like, I love those words because you always like obnoxious <laughs> words. <laughs> But, you know, so that's actually like, that's my problem with bollard too, or balladry from February 8th, which we didn't even talk Mm -hmm. about. And actually tenancy too. I get it. Like we're kind of word nerds and people who do this are word nerds and you want crossword words, but I also don't. Mm -hmm. I want words in this that we have to find in a different way.
1: Does that make any sense? Yeah. Well, you don't want to have to have a big vocabulary to play. Right,
0: right. I mean, because that's not right. the point of this one, which is why so many words are out. Yeah. So anyway, there's a certain word and ball yard. I mean, there's just yeah, the ball yard is not obnoxious like, in the same again. sense. Well, ball yard's obnoxious in that I could imagine it being in a crossword. Yeah,
1: but that's different than like a word that has a sense of superciliousness about it. Do you like how I threw that in?
0: I do, but I think ballyard is a little bit like that because, again, I have this very specific image of the kind of person who would get ballyard
1: Yes, I don't think that's the same person who would get Homophonic. Well,
0: I guess not because I got Homophonic and not ball yard, So, But anyway,
1: Blah. see, can I wax Homophonic for a moment? Get on with it. <laughs> so enthusiastic. See, I can't wait to see what's next. Ah! We're here. What's next here? Or
0: Uh find out what the deep dive B word will be. Oh, so funny. All (laughs) right, let's get to it. The word of the week.
1: This is the part of the show where we take a closer look at one word from the previous week's puzzles. We take turns choosing the word, finding out about it, reporting what we learn, and let's face it, trying to outdo one another. See, my deep dive on boondoggle last week was no boondoggle. (laughs) Will you be able to say the same thing about yours today?
0: So my word, (laughs) I'm actually pretty excited about today. Okay, My word has 10 different definitions in Merriam-Webster. What? My word is an adjective, an adverb, and a noun. What do you think of that? I think that you're going to spend the whole
1: entire time just defining My it.
0: word? Well, maybe you have to figure it out. I wasn't planning to do this, but I'll say that the main definitions of my word have to do with its use as an adjective. And the meaning is wide. What do you think my word is, Jen? Da, da, broad. Da, da, da. Yes, broad. Whee! My word today is broad, which... Huh. Multiple sources note is basically the exact same word as wide. <laughs> I think that's interesting. So, in, the one, Oxford English- in one definition. The Oxford English Dictionary defines broad as, quote, extended in the direction measured from side to side, mm-hmm. wide, and wide is defined as having great extent from side to side. Okay. <laughs> They're also both the opposite of
1: narrow. We have now, narrow. now established that broad <laughs> and wide are synonyms, and they are the opposite of narrow.
0: So what other things does broad mean when it's an adjective, right? It could mean spacious, broad mm-hmm. planes. It could mean... Relating to the main or essential points, broad outlines. Mm-hmm. It could mean open or full. A crime committed in broad cool. daylight. Similarly, it's something that's very plain or obvious. A broad hint. Yes. You could have a broad mm-hmm. northern accent. That's a linguistics definition. I'm getting these from Merriam-Webster, by the way. You could be very liberal and tolerant, mm-hmm. have broad views. It could be very general. A broad rule. Yeah, yeah. It just, okay? And so you they're get all the sort of okay? like related Basically, to each other, but used in a different way. Sort of, right? Mm-hmm. So etymologically, broad and also wide <laughs> come <laughs> totally from Germanic languages and are not found in any other European languages, what? which is very weird. Yeah. So they're from the Old English, broad, wide, not narrow, and also flat, open, extended, mm-hmm. and from Proto-Germanic, braid. or bread. I don't know how to say words, but you get the idea. Okay. All these things that basically mean open wide Mm -hmm. and they're all of unknown origin. Okay. Okay. And the adjective comes from like the 12th century. It's a very, very old word. As an adverb, broad means fully like broad awake. Mm -hmm. So it's just like the adjective broad daylight, Mm -hmm. but it's modifying the verb. Right. But as you might have guessed, I'm interested in the noun. There are two actual noun definitions. Uh One is really British, and it means any shallow reedy lake formed by the expansion of a river over a flat surface. So what they're generally talking about is the Norfolk Broads. Okay. okay? And it's not really clear why they started calling the Norfolk Broads the Broads, broads, Uh right? But Basically, you can think things broad now. Well, and right? also you <laughs> and maybe
1: it's like the narrows.
0: Exactly. I think yeah. that is a similar idea, right? Okay. So the other, which is marked as slang and often offensive, is mm-hmm. broad, meaning a lady. A woman, yes. <laughs> In the US, at the beginning of the 20th century, people started calling women broads. But no one knows where this comes from. What? Okay. There's there's different ideas, and ah. let me give you some possible reasons why this happened could be that you have broad hips Mm -hmm. okay so that's why you're woman. another theory is that it came from the slang term for a ticket such as a train ticket a meal ticket a sporting event ticket Mm -hmm. because people called tickets broads around 1912 1914 Mm. so a prostitute might be like Mm. a pimp's meal ticket okay that was interesting to me and how broad has changed over time. What do you think of when you think of broad well, now? Like if someone called you a broad. Would you think they were calling you a slut or a prostitute?
1: I wouldn't think that they were calling me a slut or a prostitute, but I would think that it was derogatory. How would
0: you think of it as derogatory?
1: Somebody who is like loud and pushy and yes, um, unquote unquote lady. Like I said, it was a lady,
0: but I meant a lady in like a... Yeah, lady. lady.
1: Not as yeah. like, oh, you're so ladylike.
0: That is exactly how I think of it too. Like if I called somebody mm-hmm. a broad, that's how I would think of it. Or I, I would don't never know call, that I would somebody, call broad. somebody broad. But you <laughs> well, but like I wouldn't think it's funny. So I was looking up various uh-huh. things about broad, and you know who Susie Essman is? Yeah. She's in um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's the oh, agent's yeah, yeah. wife. Yeah. So she has a book, yeah. right? And in her book, she has this whole thing about how she loves being called a broad. Huh. Like, you know, cause broad is like a woman who knows what she wants kind of thing. Right. So basically being a pushy woman yeah. is a good thing. So there are different ways to think of this or what people mean right. by it over time. Right. But even though it's a fairly new word, I mean, I know we're talking a hundred years, but still fairly new. I'm, Again, came out of nowhere. Like no one has any, you know. These are all like ideas on why people started mm-hmm. calling women broad, but it's not clear. But what is really funny is, did you know that track and field used to have a broad jump, and it was changed to long jump no. because women didn't want to do the broad Get jump, out of here. That's <laughs> or so somebody funny. didn't want women you know to do else the broad is jump.
1: Interesting about that, though. If I yeah. heard of a broad jump, I would think it was a horizontal jump and not a vertical, jump. right? Uh-huh. Right, yeah, I would think that's that really too. weird. I find it hard to believe that we don't really know anything about broad, given how widely, well, widely pun, it's used.
0: Well, we know a lot about broad, especially because I just told you. I a know, bunch but broad, it's all like, so. oh, but we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I do know? What do you know? I know that there are some unbelievable words. <laughs> Unbelievable words is a chance for us to introduce some non B vocabulary to the show. These are words we've recently learned, or in
1: some cases relearned, got excited about for one reason or another, and want to share.
0: See what's your word this week? Well, actually, relearned is exactly true about my word today, (laughs) and it's because it's February 9th. Uh I opened my Merriam-Webster, and they have a word of the day, which I should look at every day, but I don't. But today's (laughs) word of the day on Merriam-Webster is MacGuffin, and that made me so happy. M-A-C-G-U-F-F-I-N. And in case you don't know what it is, a MacGuffin is an object, event, or character in a film or story that serves to set and keep the plot in motion, despite usually lacking intrinsic importance. So a sentence is, the missing document is the MacGuffin that brings the two main characters together. But the real story centers on their tumultuous relationship. MacGuffin, pretty awesome, huh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Wait, Was that also for Merriam-Webster? Yes. Good one. Thank
0: you. What's yours?
1: Mine is cachination. Uh, Huh? Pachination? Cachination. C A C H I N N A T I O N. Cach-nation. Wait, there's so many letters that I feel like shouldn't have been in that. Can like you try that one? Cacophony. like cacination. C A C H I N N A T I O N. I'm
0: still confused about that word, but go ahead. Which what means is that word?
1: Loud, convulsive laughter or raucous ah, laughter. Like cacophony. Like cacophony, but a laugh. Nice. Where'd you get that from? It was one of the daily words of the day that I get in my inbox. So I don't know if it was like word genius or something else, but I really liked it. My sample sentence comes from Charlotte Bronte's Jane Eyre. The laugh was as tragic, as preternatural a laugh as any I ever heard. And but that it was high noon and that no circumstance of ghostliness accompanied the curious cackination, But that neither scene nor season favored fear. I should have been surreptitiously afraid. That's a really long sentence. But that is a sentence using cackination. Hmm. You could also bend over
0: tachinating. Because <laughs> it's also a... Bird. Sounds like something else is happening to you if you're doing that. <laughs> but but it is pretty wild, Jen. It is wild. You know what that makes me think I of? I know what it makes you think of. Wild Wildcard. Yeah. <laughs> The wild card is the anything goes segment of the show. It's so wild and unpredictable that last week we didn't even do it. And this week, I don't even know what it is. Jen, what are we doing for the next five to ten minutes?
1: Well, see, Valentine's Day isn't the only occasion of what I would call the theater of collective consumerist absurdity it's on our oh my horizon god.
0: i'm sure that you can guess the other you one you are such a killjoy who doesn't like the super bowl you wacko oh my god <laughs> i just like i'm not interested in the super bowl unless well, the super bowl's it's not interested in you plans. either let
1: people have some like, fun I, I hear that we have so many horrible
0: <laughs> things in the world and like the super bowl is i mean it's kind of fun and it's fun that everybody yeah. can get together on and there's Food, like which you might not care about, it. but it's good. I like it when I have a team in the game. Well, I agree with that, but you know what? There's a Taylor in the game, and nobody doesn't like Taylor, right? <laughs> but I mean, wait, you know that Jason Kelsey's going to be there. Who doesn't like Jason that's Kelsey, true. right? That's true. Although so, you know Jason Kelsey is no longer with the Eagles.
1: Wait, what? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'm pretty sure he informed teammates he's retiring following his 13th season. Yeah, but he said that last Wait, year too. Travis Kelsey is a seven-time pro bowler? Well, what does that mean? Oh, pro bowler as in Super
0: Bowl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this just goes to show you what I, I thought it literally meant. Okay, so Let me say this first of all.
0: Jason Kelsey has not said he's going to retire yet. He probably will. But he has not said that he's going to retire. He keeps hinting he's going to retire, but he also said he was going to retire before. Get with it, Jen. See, ugh. I look. I, when I am the football, Philly, like I amazing, that we person, have
1: like determined that he is gone.
0: Wait, who has determined that?
1: I, whoever it's in the air.
0: I can feel it coming in the air tonight. <laughs> come on <laughs> all right super <laughs> Bowl. i'm super into the super bowl why okay, are we talking so about the super bowl What's i thought on? that
1: maybe we could use this wild card to better understand this cultural phenomenon that is the super bowl or at least that if we can't understand the phenomenon or you already seem to understand it that at least we could be able to understand what the heck is going on
0: in The ball yard. Can you call a football stadium a ball yard? Definitely not, though. I think I should try uh, during the Super Bowl and see if people are mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we have an article here from
1: Merriam-Webster called Are You Ready for Some Football... Words in parentheses. Do we trust Merriam-Webster with all things football? I don't know. I haven't actually looked at the article. All right. Well, let's look at it now. Cecilia, are you ready for some football words? I just ask
0: you a question? Can I ask you a question before we get into this? Is that still a song for the NFL? I probably right. I think it is. I don't know.
1: I feel like. I have never understood football. I probably won't ever understand football. Do you feel like you, before we like get into these words? Do you are you a person that feels like you? Do you know mean about like football?
0: understand it in your bones or like how to play? The game? <laughs> <laughs> Which one?
1: <laughs> okay, you're gonna make me cry
0: <laughs> because you don't understand football. Well enough.
1: In my bones, no.
0: <laughs> are you talking about the rules? The I rules admit, of like, football.
1: Like if people are talking football jargon, do
0: you understand it? Well,
1: now we're going
0: to, but but
1: do do you feel like you do?
0: Let's put it this way. In general, I understand what football is. I have a husband who loves football, even when I tried to ban it from our house for a while after the whole taking a knee thing. Yeah, Yeah. Um, And my son used to really like football. Both my kids played flag. So I have some idea of what football is and I find it somewhat entertaining to watch sometimes
1: even though (laughs) everyone who's playing is getting brain damage
0: well, you also admit that like if the Eagles were in here, you'd be all excited. Like, you know. Yeah, it's but a- I'd also be sad. There would be a part of me that was sad that all of the Eagles were getting brain damage. I fully agree with the fact that it's a ridiculous sport. But as I said, I like the Super Bowl. I'm excited for the Super Halftime Show. I like <laughs> nachos. So all of these reasons are good for Super Bowl. All right. So <laughs> let's see. What words do they have in here that right. we need to know about?
1: Yeah. So the first word on this list, gridiron. Yeah, I actually know gridiron. You do? Why do you know gridiron? All right, I'm going to say something right now, and it might be completely false. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say two things, and they might both be completely false. One is that I think maybe the word gridiron is a word that is in crossword puzzles. And second, for some reason, I feel like the word gridiron was in the Shawshank Redemption or some other like movie about jail where they talk about the gridiron.
0: That seems possible. But, you know, gridiron is like a very, I feel like literary way to talk about football. So I don't think anybody who actually talks about football talks about the gridiron. But what's really cool about gridiron now that I'm looking at this article is that it first came into English in the in the 1200s and it referred to a grill grate used for torture. which is what a
1: football field is
0: yeah and a football field by the way is a gridiron if anybody is even more clueless than me okay but actually it's not the gridiron apparently does not refer to the torturous play it really is just the field because the field looks like a grid not Mm. or did oh early football fields were marked in a grid not by the familiar parallel yard lines we know today so now
1: we should call it the parallel line iron
0: uh, yes, that is what we should call it. We should try or to the get the ball it yard. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. What else we got in here? Scrimmage? Oh wait, do I know what scrimmage is? Is scrimmage like a fake game? Oh, you know what's interesting? Yes. But I don't think that's what they mean in a football game here. So they're talking about the line of scrimmage. Right. And the scrimmage has to do with the scrum. So the scrum is in rugby. Okay. So it's like when, you know how they first start and they're all like around a ball. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where like the line of scrimmage is and that's where they meet and they start playing, but you are a hundred percent right. That you go like, oh, you're going to play a scrimmage game. Right. And that's like, you know, just kind of screwing around, which I wonder if they talk about here. They do not. Now I have to look but up. But this thing talks about the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's just
1: an it's Just an, al- it's related it's just to the an alternative scrum. definition. Engage in a simulated game. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. Okay. Do you know what a down is
1: in football? I know that that is a word that is used in football and that it has to do with like where you end up on the field but I don't actually know
0: what it is. Do you know how many downs there are? No. Not at all? No. Wait, really? Do you know what it means to get first down? Are there four downs? Yes. Do you know what it means to get first down? It means that you get past a certain place. Right. And you get to go again. You get to start again, right? So that's one, two, three, four, and then your turn's over, right? But if you made it 10 yards, now you get to start again. Okay. You right? realize that as you're saying this, it sounds confusing. No, look. Okay. So here we are the line of scrimmage. <laughs> dun, dun, da, And I'm going <laughs> to run down the field towards... I can't believe I am explaining football to anybody. This is great. <laughs> I like feel so smart and nobody else thinks I'm smart about football. Okay. So... <laughs> You start running to ma- – or somebody starts running. You're trying to get across the field. And if you make it more than 10 yards, then you get to try again, right? That's the first down. Yes. But if you ma- don't make it more than 10 yards, now you've got another try to make it more than 10 yards. Then you've got another try to make it hey, more Hey, is it 10 called yards. a down because you're running
1: down the field?
0: I believe so. So let's look what they say. Because, you know, there's the touchdown – This says that down has a few different uses. Right, that's what I'm looking at. A ball that is down on the ground is out of play. That's the origins of the play's name. Oh, Oh, cool. So Walter Camp invented the down system as a reaction to two games between Princeton and Yale in 1880 and 1881, when Princeton held the ball for a full half and both games ended in a scoreless tie. This was permissible in early football, and it is in some forms of rugby, but they got to say it was really boring or... They also say that Camp was mad because he played for Yale. <laughs> so now I guess the idea is like you can't just hold it the whole time. The ball's got to mm-hmm. get down. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Huh. Oh, I'm super excited about this. Okay. okay. The next one, I do know what it is. I don't know why. Do you know what a Hail Mary is? It's like a Hail Mary pass, right? It's like a pass what that you're that not mean? really,
1: like you shouldn't be able to make. You have to do it because it's like you're only, the only way that you're going
0: to yes, actually. Yes, it's your last get. ditch attempt. Good work. That's good. Yes. Very nice. So, why is it called a Hail Mary? See, that one seems obvious to me. Why? Because it's like a prayer. Ah, right. Do you know what a sack is? Well, I'm
1: looking at a picture of a guy tackling <laughs> I thought another you guy. Look,
0: or I wouldn't have asked you. <laughs> so, I think a sack is is when you like throw somebody down. That is true. And the main thing is you sack the quarterback behind the line of scrimmage.
1: You know, it would be funny if it was more literal than that, and like a sack was when you like put somebody in a
0: sack yeah (laughs) that'd be great but i don't think they're allowed to have sacks so it really wouldn't work. (laughs) apparently this was coined in the 1960s by someone from the los angeles rams david deacon jones here's jones on why he called taking down the quarterback a sack so he said Sacking a quarterback is just like you devastate a city or you cream a multitude of people. I mean, it's just like you put all the offensive players in one bag and I just take a baseball bag and beat okay, off wait the Wait a minute. Back. There are so many things I have to say about this. Number one, he did use it because it was like putting somebody in a bag. And number two, football is violent. It's football, baby. Football. This is why
1: football is a terrible sport.
0: Okay. Do you, Have you ever heard of a blitz? In the context of war. Okay. And what is that? blitz and blitz, blitzkrieg. Right, so a blitzkrieg is a short and violent military attack intended to produce as much damage both material and psychological as possible, okay? Yeah. And so blitzkriegs were used by German forces during World War II. Mm-hmm. So blitzing is kind of a similar idea, okay? Like the sack, it's when a defensive player rushes at um somebody on the offense either the passer which you know is probably mm-hmm. the quarterback and might involve mm-hmm. a sack or somebody else but the idea is like all of a sudden people are like what's happening you know you've blitzed so that makes right? perfect sense in a game
1: yeah. that's all about war and execution
0: yes and brain damage um, all right jen i got another one for you punt. Okay. do you know what a punt is hunt that is when the guy kicks the football yes but why does he kick the football? To get it through the goalposts. No, 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 no. That is not a punt. That is kicking for extra points. That's that's not the punt. Oh, then I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you are right that they kick like they get six points and then they kick to try to get the extra point. Uh huh. That that is something the kicker does, but. Let's say you're trying to get down the field yeah. and you have four down attempts as we talked about before, right? Uh-huh. So suddenly you're like, we're on the third down. Like, let's say you're at the 50 yard line still because yeah. you suck and you didn't get anywhere or you even got pushed back. So if you okay. give up the ball there, like uh-huh. the other team is almost already at their end zone, right? Right. So you don't want that. So on the fourth down, instead of trying again to get a first down, you can uh-huh. say, I'm going to punt the ball. So I'm going to kick the ball to the opposing team. Oh, so that's how you get the ball down the field in a different way. Got it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So now you think of a punt as a long kick, but that's not what makes a punt a punt, according to Merriam Webster. Huh. So this is from them. The defining characteristic of a punt is that the punter drops the ball from their outstretched hands and must kick the ball with the top of their foot before the ball hits the ground. Isn't that interesting? So that's what makes it a punt. Why is that what makes it a punt? I don't know, but that's just what it is. So it's not just any kick. You have to kick it in this very specific, weird way. way. (laughs) Sports are so crazy, aren't they? They really are.
1: So see, I think that we have time for
0: one more. What should it be? All right. I think it should be the Super Bowl. Do you know where Super Bowl got its name? Um, because before you play, you
1: need to get a lot of energy. So you get a big super bowl and you fill it with a lot of food
0: oh, and you, you I love. like that. So I'm reading and, oh my God, you're absolutely right. No. It's totally no, get because out of here. people ate giant yeah. bowls of food. No. Are you yeah. lying to of me? Course no. Of course not. Of course not. I totally <laughs> believed you. I love it. So why, so we get why it's called super, right? Yes this is like you know the big thing right yes the bowl oh is that like the field the stadium. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So all postseason games basically became known as bowl mm-hmm. games, right? Mm-hmm. And they go back to the early 1900s. You heard of the Rose Bowl right, or right. whatever else, bowl, right? Sugar Bowl, blah, blah, blah. And then you've got, of course, the Super Bowl. I like my reason better. So this is like, you know, postseason games in college, right? Like the Rose Bowl and stuff is our college game. Professional football, though, didn't have bowls, okay, for most of its iron. early- History. It just had the gridiron part. <laughs> but the National Football League and the rival American Football League merged in 1966. And they said, like, let's have a postseason championship game between the top teams in the two leagues. Okay. And they called that, any idea? First? They called that Thunderdome. No, they called it the AFL-NFL championship game. Let me guess—that did not go over well with the market. Yes, people. in 1969, <laughs> finally the merger was complete, and people were like, "This name sucks, people. Let's call it the Super Bowl."
1: It's like if Hallmark <laughs> had said, "Let's call Valentine's Day Hearts and Cupid Day."
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, there's a few more, but I—I I take it
1: that you are. Done I mean, <laughs> we—I know so little that we could keep doing this forever. And here's the truth: you're not the first person to explain <clears throat> football to me. It has been attempted before, but every time I hear about it, it just, It's like I have a mental block on... I love knowing where these words come from. Oh, I'll remember the words. I'll remember where the words came from, but will I understand what they mean in terms of the actual play of football? Probably not. And my
0: Super Bowl party on Sunday, I'm going to try to use all of them and try to make everyone very happy by listening to me instead of the game.
1: (laughs) Well, we should probably go so that you can start getting ready for your your Super Bowl party.
0: (laughs) Good point. That's it for this episode of Tom, Tit and Baobab.
1: Thanks for being with us. We hope you'll do it again
0: next week. We drop a new episode every Monday. In the meantime, be in touch. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, or email us at tomtittenbaobab at gmail.com.
1: We want to know all about the bees you like, bees you hate, words you missed, words you'd like to know about, and what you like to do in a ball yard.
0: If you like TNB and never want to miss an episode, subscribe or follow us.
1: Even better, leave a rating or a review. This helps other word nerds and puzzle lovers find our very indie
0: podcast. Or you can just tell your word nerd friends about us. Yep, that works too. Bye, everybody. Bye.